I think that's good. Go ahead. Hello, 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 hello. Is that your normal voice? Yeah. Okay. I don't really... Unless yeah. I get excited. Okay, talk to me. Um, say say how your day has been just for a little bit. So I can... Sure. Um, today has probably been the best day of Supercon. Keep talking. Okay. Um, what else do I say? Like um, I like turtles. Um. <laughs> yeah, give me your like. <laughs> I'm I'm a booty kind of girl. Sucker for legs. And I did a lot of crazy bitches, bro. I can't find a sane one, man. <laughs> Guys, it is so loud at Supercon. That's me and Iris trying to get the levels right for the mic. She's a pretty cool artist and an even cooler chick. Take a listen. So why I want to talk to you uh, about your work and like why you got inspired, just to get an idea of who you are as a person because I don't really know much about you. I just know you're Cuban, you talk a lot, and you cannot find a woman, a sane woman, to save your life. I hope none of my ex-girlfriends hear that. Because <laughs> I talk to all of them. Actually, um... <laughs> Do you want me to edit that part out? <laughs> no, no, it's fine. They all love me anyways. Um, we're all friends. Well, I mean... What got me to doing conventions really was, um, I mean, I've always been a fan of comic books since I was a little kid. You know, I would read comic books, I would watch cartoons all the time. I grew up on Spider-Man, on X-Men, you know, anything 90s, obviously. So, you know, my brother, who's also here with me in the booth, he started working for this convention in particular, and they were a lot smaller, and he was wrestling for them. And it started off with me selling his t-shirts and I would see all these artists like just setting up table and opening up shop. And I'm like, damn, I didn't know it would be that easy to, to do that. And, you know, I mean, I would, I came out and I bought some artwork too and I started asking the artists how they started. So I got ideas as well. And I had stopped painting anyways and I picked it up because I really got inspired coming to these shows to kind of start doing it again. And it's been now about four and a half years, five, almost five years that I've been doing it. And now I'm really pushing for it to like expand out of South Florida. This year was the first time I actually traveled. I went to North Carolina. I did really well over there in a con. Yes. Now at this point we take a break because Iris gets some traffic and she has to go do her thing. And then her sister comes along and I get a little shady. But it's all in good fun. What was the question? What were we talking oh, okay, about? Okay, so um, I don't know where you left off, but where I'm going to pick up is that you had mentioned that you had stopped painting. So was there a specific reason oh. why you started to stop to paint? I, I stopped painting because I... Can you hear me from here? Uh, yeah? yeah? Okay. I'll do it this way. I, I stopped painting um, when I was in high school. I had this really awful art teacher. She wasn't... Um, I was pushing myself at the time. I would ask her questions. I'm like, look, I, I just want you to criticize my work. I want to like get better and better and better. At the time, I was doing mostly portraits of people. And she's like, no, this is great. I'm like, okay, but I want to get better. She goes, you know. Um, Iris, yes. the morning campus, sorry. Oh, hi. Sorry. Well, I'm glad you guys like it. Thank you. So, where was I off on? About your teacher and how she wasn't really helping you progress well yeah she wasn't um you know she just didn't really she wasn't really into like art she was more into her photography students and i noticed that because she had a what are, what are those rooms called those dark rooms where they develop photos dark room. <laughs> oh did i get it right yeah. damn you're so smart oh my god <laughs> 
complete jeopardy. Yeah. Sorry, it's been a long week, man. Good. I don't good. even know my name anymore. <laughs> I know my last name because you're, it's your last name, yeah. too. And by the way, we're not really cousins. We were just, I was just joking. We yeah. could be, we could be. You though. never know, right? You never know. Long last. My grandpa was a hoe, so... Was he? Mm. Like my dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It must be a land thing. It must be. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, I stopped. So why did you feel you, you... What made you think your art wasn't good enough? I mean, it was a lot of things. Like, if I tell you my whole life story, you'll probably be like, okay. I, I just, you know, I got more into music. Music and art has always been in my life. I started playing guitar when I was really young, when I was six. Art has been in my life as well since I was very young. And those two things have been the things that have kind of, like, kept me away from trouble, um, which I still got into trouble anyways. <laughs> but I had stopped the art, so then I was more dedicated to music. And, you know, I was in bands, and I would play shows, and then I quit the band, and then I started DJing, and all my friends started kind of like, oh, you sold out. But the DJing stuff really took me far because I started playing a lot of clubs here in Miami and South Florida. I had like an actual like roster, I had like places and venues where I played at. That was like later on in my early 20s and I drank and fucking, I got paid to fuck around pretty much, man. I really did and I had so much fun. That's a lot of information to take in. Let's start with the first part where you said that you played in a band. What kind of music were you playing? Um. I mean, I was the guitarist, and that's why I left the bands, because they were more like metal, and I wasn't really into that. You know, my kind of style is more like open format. You know, I'm either like, I, I'll play some jazz or some nice rock, or but there, it was a screamo band. I just wasn't, everybody, everybody that wanted a band was like screamo at the time. Oh. I'm talking about the days of like the used, the bravery, like that era, like early 2000. Like, how old so are real you? Quick, let's say real quick, how old are you? I'm 32. Oh, that's right. I'm 31. So we're like a little, a few yeah. months apart because I'm about to be 32. Yeah. So usually what it, what I hear around bands, or maybe it's just how the media um, like portrays it, is that there's a lot of drugs involved with uh, like the whole band and music scene. Is that Was that true for you? Um, no. Uh, not with the band. More when I started DJing. A lot of the bands, when, when we were younger, like we were like getting out of high school, there were, there were some people that were into drugs, but not the people in, in my... <laughs> Hola, ¿cómo estás? Oí que tenían mucho éxito. Me gusta oír eso. Pa'lante. That's That's Louis and Mi hermana. En el show de de Sunset, sí. Um, so what just happened? Oh, that's Lewis's mom. Uh huh. That's like his bro. That's his backbone right there. Nice. That's his backbone right so there. So Lewis is another artist here at Supercon, who makes these. Um, what do you call that? How do you describe his artwork? It's like literally gluing a bunch of tiny little beads together to make an image. I mean, we're talking about hundreds of beads. And what is his like URL? His and what's website? His um, pearly. I, I, I have him on Instagram. <laughs> I'm just so bad. I'm gonna go by later, okay? Pearly Pixels. P E R L Y P I X E L S. That's on Instagram. That's on Instagram. Yeah, you can check out his work. It's pretty cool. It is, it is. Yeah. So let's um, go ahead and I was gonna ask you what your DJ name was. Did you have a name? I did. I had to change it one time. Why? Um, all right, so in early 2001, I remember MySpace. Do I remember MySpace? Does anybody out there remember MySpace? 
and before <laughs> I that remember MySpace. was face to jury. I, I'm not that old. So. Come on, we're only a year apart. <laughs> it probably only lasted a fucking year. I know. <laughs> so, um, like I said, I left the bands. I wasn't interested. You know, I still play guitar, but it's just I, I wanted to do my own thing and produce my own music. And, I, I, you know, I did like a little mini album, you know, that I recorded and produced in my, in my house. I just did some, you know, I had a, my guitar. I recorded my guitar. I had my keyboard. I had, you know, I, I play a little bit of everything. I'm kind of like a sick maniac nice. in that way. Yeah, you should see my room. So, like, is I walk into and I, I still come. <laughs> <laughs> I still just because I'm like, I can't believe I have this. Um, but anyways, so I, you know, I felt very comfortable with the six songs that I had made, so I put them on MySpace. And back then, you can musicians were able to put their music, and you can promote your band or whatever you were. So my first DJ name was DJ Virus, because as a kid people used to like make fun of me and call me Iris the Virus. Why? I don't know. Kids were evil in middle school and elementary and all of that. I guess that, that's probably like the first name they actually like, the first word they learned that could rhyme with Iris. Yeah, I guess. So I used it. I was like, you know what? Here's a way to fight back. So somebody on MySpace was like, hey, there's already a DJ Virus. You can't use that. Anymore. Oh, shit. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to do that. So I did what one of, one of my favorite DJs, producers did. Do you know BT? No. Okay, you should check him out. He's really good. Okay. Um, ATB as well. He uses his initials. So I use my initials, okay. which is DJ IMV. I am, what's your middle name? Oh, God, don't make me say it. Okay, if you don't want to, you don't have to. It's for the name. Well, duh. <laughs> That's it. So then when I did it, I was like, I, you know, I wasn't thinking that it sounded like IMV. Oh, I am, like I envy? I envy. So a lot of people are like, oh, I really like your name. It almost sounds like I envy. And I'm like, no, it's I am, I envy. They're like, no, it sounds like I envy. I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to go with it. So, you know, I, I did that till I was like 24, 25. You know, I did a, I did the circuit for about six years. Nice. You know, it was a lot of fun. And then I stopped and then I started painting. So was your ha- So it sounds to me like your household was very creative. Was that because one of your parents was like a musician or an artist? No, just myself. Oh, so did you just go like, Mom, I want a guitar for Christmas, and yeah. I want a violin, I want a piano, I want a, some paintbrush. You were just like... Oh, not my mom, my grandmother. Oh, your grandma. My mom's like, you want it, you work for it. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my grandmother was very supportive nice. towards my art and my music. Um, so that was that was really cool, my grandmother. But her mom was very artistic, that's why. Oh, nice. Yeah, so Which she... I never met her, though. Oh. Yeah, she was old. That's that. sad. Yeah. And so, your grandma, did she, was she like a big part of your life? She was, she was, she really was. She was like my number one supporter when it came to my art when I was a very little kid. Um, she would make me draw at night, you know, because she saw that, um, that I really liked it, I enjoyed it, so she would like give me free time at night. She goes, you know, draw, color, whatever you want to do, you know. So I would just kind of go ham with it and... You know, I remember Saturday mornings waking up as well and just drawing in the morning. And she was really supportive about What was that. your favorite? Because you're the age that I am where we had Saturday morning cartoons. What yes. did you wake up Saturday morning to? Oh, my God. Um, it was, I remember I would turn on Fox because on Fox they would have X-Men and Spider-Man. Yes, I fucking love X-Men. The 90s. Da-na-na-na-na-na. Da-na-na-na-na-na. 
Well, it's really surprising you don't have any like X Men uh, paintings. I know. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start I, as soon as I'm done with this con. I'm gonna start doing the pieces that I really want to do, because like this stuff. Like I know I, I'm proud of my Rick and Morty. Very proud of it. But you know a lot of these prints that you see here are commissions that people oh, okay. have asked me to do. And I'm like, look, I really like your idea. I want to make a print of it. You know, I want to show your idea to others. And and I wanted, like, I haven't had a chance this year to paint something that I want to paint. So what would be the first thing you would paint? I want to do a really sick-ass sweaty Wolverine. A what? A, like, a, like a sick Wolverine. Oh, like Wolverine? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know what the hell you said. I was like, what? I know. <laughs> I know. Because okay. I said sweaty. Yeah. But I want him to be, like, like kind of, like, not shirtless, but like, you know, like if he just came out of a battle and he's all like, you know, bloody and sweaty with his fucking, you know. Is it a character that you relate to the most? Um, no. God, if I was Wolverine, I would be freaking, nobody, I wouldn't talk to people if I was, if I was Logan. This whole interview would be like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> what you said in the beginning, that would not be me at all. <laughs> Logan would be like, get moving. So, but, like, you're very talkative, you're like an extrovert, does that come naturally? you yeah 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 when I was the, a little the Cuban kid in you no it's just like when I was a little kid I would talk to everybody mm. I'm like that cool I, I like to talk to people I like to know where they're from you know I like to like just kind of like not pick your brain but just see like you know where do you come from what's your story I'm the opposite I'm like I don't want to talk to no one I want to get a gauge of the room get a gauge of the people see who I want to talk to you know like pick, like kind of get a vibe of them and then I'll like open up. Really? I yeah. could have sworn. I, you, you know, I would have never. Yeah. Well, when it, when I come um, when I'm amongst like it's different, like when I'm by myself. But if I'm like in a group where I like have to perform, then I can perform. I can be like the spotlight. It doesn't bother me. But I prefer just to like lay back. You know, yeah. I'm good at both. You know. Do you feel like you do better? Like if you like like for example, I see that you're here by yourself at this con. Like. Do you feel like you've enjoyed the con more now that you're free to do what you want to do? Oh, I always do what I want to do, no matter what. I know, but when you're in a group, like... No, you... I'll be like, I'm going over here, bye. Bye, Felicia. Yeah, so they like, <laughs> last, like, the whole entire time when there were panels that I wanted to hear or things I wanted to see, I would just like, hey, I'm going here, I'm going to do this, I'm hungry, I'm going to eat, like, I got to take shit, I'll be back. Like, it's <laughs> like, it didn't, I, I've always done me. I've always been that person. I never, like, I mean, I'm considerate, right? Of course. For the right things, but yeah. for the most part, like I make sure number one is like happy, which is I make sure I'm happy. Yeah. Because if I'm not happy, then I can't make anyone else happy. I can't make anyone laugh. If I'm miserable, then I don't want to put everyone else around me is going to feel that vibe and it's going to affect them. So I always try to make sure I'm good, so the people around me want to be around me. You know, does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. So let's I, get into your paintings. Yeah. So you said a lot of these are commissions. Yes. So why have the people? Why do you think you're drawn? From, like people who are drawn to you are ones who like like the animation, who like Bob's Burgers, who likes like Rick and Morty. Well, I mean, I'm a big fan of the shows too. Okay. You know, so a lot of the pieces that I did were pieces, you know, of you know Linda or Bob and you know Rick or Rick and Morty as well. So I'm, I'm a big fan, just like they are. You know, so I think in order to paint something like that, you need to be a fan. It's really interesting because my brother and I. We're kind of like different in that. I don't like anime. I'm sorry if I offend anybody out there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not Which into anime. Which is so interesting because like, well, anime like just in any like. Like I mean, like, general, like I mean like like like, like Japanese. Yeah, Japanese, Japanese anime. You know, 
um, he says, "Oh, I'll do the commission. I don't care. I don't even. I don't have to know the character. I'm like, I need to put my heart into it. Like, I need to know the origin, like how this character is, so I can like put him in a scenario, you know, so I can know how to place them, how their body language would be, you know, just." You know, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, uh, yeah. You for gotta sure. know a little bit about the character. Yeah, you have to like. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about, but like, why don't you like anime? Yeah, that's awesome. I don't want to sit there and read. If I wanted to read, I'll just pick up a comic book. So you're more talking about like the mangas, like the comic books and stuff, like or like. I'm talking about the actual like anime shows where like it's all Japanese and you gotta read oh, the like subtitles. Girl, you know you can dub that, right? Oh, I don't know. Every every anime that's been recommended to me that they say that's really good, it has subtitles. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to fucking read. I, I'll read a comic book. So or I'll just read the book. So there's usually an option for, like, audio. You know, like, says, you know how you get a Spanish movie or, like, there's, like, a subtitle option. That's usually in that same menu, there's an audio option. So you can click down the audio that says English, and all the English actors will voice the characters. So you don't have to read. Well, I don't know. For some reason, the ones that they've been recommending <laughs> me do not have those well, options. Not, not Trust me, I've tried. Okay, not I have tried. Done. Okay. I've tried. Not yet. So... I don't even know what to ask you because I did not come prepared for this. It's um, okay. But uh, you did mention that you are um, you like women. I do. You want to go there? Sure, let's go there. Yeah. I don't mind. I can talk about women all day. Ooh. <laughs> can I tell you a little secret? Sure. Okay, so um, I love porn and I watch it every day, all day. And You watch lesbian, don't you? Well, no, I don't watch that. What I do, so I, it's more for like to calm myself. It's very calming. It's not usually just to get off of, although I do need to get off of it eventually after I've done, like watched it for like hours. But what I've been getting into is a lot of straight porn. Me too. And so there's a lot Not of Not like, lately, forever. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's been this year. No. And so usually, like, I would be like, ooh, a vagina, right? And like, I find myself, like, now, like, maybe humoring is the wrong word, but, like, entertaining the idea of, like, if I were to meet, like, a trans person who had a vagina, like, uh, like a transgender, like, you mean like, I would, like, I'm no longer getting scared of a vagina where normally, like, a couple of years ago, I would be like, that's, no, don't even put it near me. I mean, like, I don't, I would never even consider, like, fucking a girl. Not that I want to, like, I don't, but, like, I find myself, like, through watching straight porn, like, like maybe, I find it less like you've terrifying. matured. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, matured I'm in that ass. In that aspect, well, I mean, it happened to me too. Like, yeah. I didn't like certain foods, and now I'm like, oh, my palate is different. Like, I like this now. It's did, kinda... you, did you ever date like guys? I did, I did. I did. I tried everything. You is know, it because I, I feel like you ha- wanted to like play the straight role. You were kind of confused, or what was that about? I mean, I was really young. I was like 15, 16. You know, I guess I was trying to fit in, but at the same time, like I knew very, very young that I was, I was different. And then, thank God for MTV and the real world, <laughs> that I realized at, like, 10, what I was. I was like, oh, shit, I'm gay. Do you remember, like, the Hawaii episode where Ruthie was gay? I mean, they had a lot of gay characters in the show. I don't remember specific... I have elephant memory. Oh, I don't. I have horrible memory. But there was a gay person in the season where I watched, and he apparently had, like, a big dick, and he, like... They showed it, like, in the house or something, and I remember, like, seeing that, and they didn't show his dick, but I was just, like... Oh my god, I'm so attracted to this man and also with the situation him just running around naked in the house and I was like I knew I was gay since I was four. So I never had an issue with like not knowing. It's just seeing that in the media, seeing that um, no one in my family was gay. Um, I think the first person to come out was like my cousin and she's a little bit older than me. And it was very foreign, so when I saw that like I cling to it. Like I don't know if you ever saw like the 
cartoon I was on maybe on MTV or another network where it was like the duo the gay duo yeah and when I saw that like oh my god I lived for those moments for it to show up on TV I waited for them and I watched for them because there is very little content of like gay media out there there is and you know what I I have to admit though like I don't watch MTV now and it's for many reasons but MTV back in the 90s I remember granted a seven-year-old, eight-year-old should not be watching uh, Sex in the 90s. <laughs> but, you know, since I, I, at least in school where I went to, they were already talking about HIV at a very young age and informing kids about, you know, AIDS and HIV and all of that because it was a real big ev- epidemic. And so, you know, I kind of see that Sex in the 90s is coming on and they're talking about it. So I wanted to know, like, how do you even contract this? Like, and they explained it better than they would in school. So it was it was very educational material. Like if you you guys have never seen Sex in the '90s, you really should. It's a series that MTV did back in the '90s, obviously. And every year they would talk about you know what was going on that year as far as like you know STDs or sexual partners or whatnot, and just very informal. Like they had a lot of information. So I know like. And in the forefront of my mind, HIV is always, like, sitting there. Like, yeah. just the, the idea that I can... It's so easy for me to catch it. Like, how is that point of view for, like, a, like a, lesbian. a lesbian? Like, how does that... Are you always on your, mind, on your mind? I think... I mean, I know it's more... Of course it is, obviously. When I see for the woman that I don't know or know very little, it's... Obviously, it's there. And it's, you know, for you guys, it's easier for you guys to protect yourselves. For us women, it's like we have to whip out this fucking, like, <laughs> thing that looks like, you know, like wax paper, like that shit that I put <laughs> on my paintings, you know, and lick that. It's just not the same. Um, you have to lick it? Yeah. Have you seen it? It's like a latex kind of thing. You stretch it out. You put it over her. Yeah. So how does it, is it like glue? I mean, it, it's like a condom, mm-hmm. you know, but instead of being like circular, it's like basically like, like almost like a little towel, like a little towel. You just stretch so it out. So how does it stay? Oh, you have to hold it. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. So you're sitting there holding it while like, that is too much. What, one of the things that a lot of lesbians contract though, especially lesbians that have slept with men before and then start kind of like getting into the world of women or girls, whatever, um, is HPV. Mm-hmm. That is really common, which a lot, there's over 200 ty- different types of HPV. Some of them are severe, some of them aren't so severe that your body can fight. Um, the thing is that men are carriers and they don't know, it doesn't really do anything to men, but to women it can cause them cervical cancer, it can cause them, you know, just a lot of different issues. You know, I, I know friends that have contracted it, and luckily the ones that they contracted, the form of ST that they contracted, their bodies were able to fight it. Nice, that's good. You know, but it's still scary. Hey, man. The camp, the, the, the cardstock? You got it, man. That's my girl making her money. We've had to push pause once again because she got to go do her thing. I've done the same thing. I've supported the the artist, the Elvis that I got you in Nashville. I went to Nashville to WizardCon, and I I knew that she likes uh, Elvis. Mind you, I'm in Nashville, and this artist was selling her prints. She was really humble, and I go, hey, I love this uh, this Elvis Superman that you did, and I know she likes Superman too. So I was like, how much for the original? She goes, what? I go, how much for the original? I don't like to buy prints. 
much for the original? She goes, um, I don't know. I, I've never sold one. And I was like, I want it, so give me your price on it. <laughs> she goes, 90. I'm like, okay, cool. Here. She goes, I've never sold an original before. No one's ever asked me. I'm like, you should sell more of your original work. But yeah, I like buying original work from people. It just feels a lot more personal, I feel like, when you get the actual work that they worked on and thought about and made the little mistakes here and there. It just, it just For me, it's more personal. Oh, yeah. And uh, you get DNA, too. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Because of... Eyelashes, fingerprints. And yeah, artists. Are you, like, a weirdo like that? Like you? No, <laughs> I, I'm a weirdo that goes to, like, art Ocean museums. <laughs> no, if you go to any art museum, you look at any painting, like, you know, not a print of it, obviously, but you'll see that there's, like, DNA of the artist. Ah, I never even thought about that. Get close. That's interesting. See. Cookie! Cookie Monster! This guy's a badass. <laughs> I gotta put it on pause once more. It's a busy day for Iris, so she's got to go sell some paintings. And Supercon's coming to an end, which makes me very sad. But we cut it short, and we say goodbye. But not forever. I guess we got to go, right? Because it's already 6.15. Or... No, I, you guys can keep on. I'm just going to start, like, little by Oh, uh, Well, say bye to me real quick so I can go ahead and put this up, too. So uh, it's time for us to figure out. So um, we need to do this officially uh, another time when I come back into Florida, because this was fun, and I want to yeah, come prepared. Yeah, we'll do it at a bar. At a bar? No, bitch. We'll do like in a, like a recording place where I can find where it's like good quality sound. Okay, then my studio. You have a studio? Yeah, my Is house. it like for like... like it's for, for sound? jam sessions. <gasps> okay, I'm coming over. Okay. Next time I come visit. All right. All right. Or I'll come over tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I didn't bring my stuff, so it's just this. All right. All right. I'll catch y'all later. Bye. Bye. I need a garbage bag. A garbage bag?